I wiggles out. All right. So we're starting a new series today called Flipped. Look how tight that is. Daniel's rocking the, the tech back there. A series called Flipped. And this is what this series is about. It's <coughs> I'm going to get through this. Series is about you having the opportunity to look at Jesus and how he flipped people's lives and perspectives when they encountered him. You know, I know times in my life where things have flipped. Like you expected one thing, you got something else. When I was in junior high, uh, I had this teacher named Mr. Bova. Mr. Bova, super cool guy, my science teacher. He only, there's a couple, I was talking to Jess about it this week. There's a couple things that he taught me. He taught me that when you wear black in the sunlight, it absorbs heat, so you're hotter. He taught me that the earth and all the planets revolve around the sun. Now, I know you might think, like, that's an easy thing, but a lot of people, believe it or not, never believe that. And he did it in a really cool way. He had this song by Daft Punk around the world playing, and he did, like, this goofy dance with the planets. It was awesome. It was so awesome. I remember it. And he used to play pranks and stuff. He was a prank porn guy, okay? He was a super cool guy. Well, <coughs> one time, one time I had detention, okay? <coughs> Why is this room filled with smoke? Who filled this room with smoke? I know, this is crazy, right, Forbes? I'm crying. <sighs> Can we open those doors or something? Oh, my gosh. Jeepers creepers. <coughs> Is anyone else not coughing in here? All right. Good, good. Thank you. Jeepers creepers. Whew. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Good job, Daniel. Daniel, your, your mind is on the game right now. Sorry, guys. I'm sick, you know. Hey, and Jesse, can you put on that air conditioning with you chance, too? Thank you. Thank you, Daniel. That was exactly what I needed. So I had detention. Who has had detention before? Who's the honest people in the room who have had detention? All right, who are the liars who are like, I don't want to raise my hand, but now I see other people raising their hands, and I'm going to raise my hand. I've been in detention. Okay. I was in detention one time in seventh grade, and I told my teacher, Mr. Bova, I told Mr. Bova I needed to use the phone. I went to the phone. I picked up the phone. I dialed a phone number. I called. Who do you think I called? Nope, I called the pizza place across the street, Domino's, all right, because I wanted them to deliver two large pepperoni pizzas. I had the cash in my pocket, and I wanted to deliver them to the detention room, room 202. I made that number up. I can't remember exactly the number. Room 202, it, but it was on the second floor, uh, room 202. So I come back. I'm sitting there 20 minutes later. So I, detention was like an hour and a half, two hours long. So I did really bad stuff. Uh, they come back. Uh, the guy comes and knocks on the door, okay? Mr. Bola goes and opens the door. The pizza guy is standing there, and he says, I'm looking for Justin. So good. Now, here's the thing. I, as a kid, thought about three seconds in front of me, okay? Like, that was like to me, that was like my maximum thinking was three seconds. So, you know, at the time, I'm dialing the phone. I'm like, this is totally makes sense. Like, I'm going to eat pizza today. Like, this is going to be awesome, you know? So now the guy's standing there, and I think to myself, maybe this is a bad idea. Maybe people don't order pizza in detention. Like, this is, maybe I'm not, like, setting a trend. Maybe I'm doing stupid stuff. And I look at my teacher, Mr. Bova, oh, man, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be, I think I'm going to be in more trouble for this. Like, I think I'm going to be, like, like, I think he's, like, going to be super mad at me. Like, what was I thinking? Why did I do that? And then I was like, 
he's the t- and I immediately, my mind moves really fast because I, I have ADHD. So I'm thinking like, you know, like a, mi- a million miles a second, and I'm thinking, my mom's going to know about this. She's going to be mad. And then I'm going to get in more trouble and more detention and no pizza. <laughs> Nobody wins in this scenario. And I was really upset. I was really stressed about this. Mr. Bova, standing at the door, looks back at me because I was sitting in the back of the room and says, do you have the money for this? I said, yeah, I do. He said, you willing to share? I said, yeah, I am. Sounds like we're having pizza. It was awesome. I wanted attention all the time. It was so good. And, but you know what? I thought I was in so much trouble. And with that moment, and like I was so committed to like what was happening, and I was so ready to be busted, and that moment flipped the entire day for me. You know, moments happen that flip our perspectives on things all the time. Now, you might think, well, I, I've, I don't feel like I've ever had one of those flip moments where everything is flipped for me. You know, maybe I have, you know, in terms of, you know, what you're talking about, pizza and detention or whatever, but I've never had one of those instances with God. Like, I've never had one of those instances with God where he's come in and flipped my whole perspective. This series called Flipped, this series is for you. You're going to love this series. So here's what <laughs> That was gross. I'm just going to swallow it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. This is what I want you guys to do. <coughs> this series is for you. You're going to love this series. Uh, this is what I want you to do. I want to get out your Bibles because you're about to get into them. All right? Here it is. Get your Bible. There's Bibles everywhere. Get a notepaper. There's no paper. There's no reason for a person not to have a Bible in this room. It's so awesome. And we're opening up our Bibles to Luke chapter 19. If you have a version Bible app, you should open that up too. If you don't, here it is. You can download it. Daniel, it's so easy to download. version Bible app. got to get this stuff. So, get your Bibles open. I want to roll a, a little uh, kickoff video. You're going to watch this thing. Watch this thing and uh, you're going to love this. Roll, 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 the, roll the video. classical music. I know, you can clap, it's good. Hey, open up your Bibles to Luke chapter 19, and I need some help, because here's the thing, I'm really sick, I can't do this by myself. So Delaney, come on up here. Delaney, uh, Delaney, let me tell you a couple things about Delaney Miller, okay? Delaney Miller is a leader. She knows what leadership is. Delaney Miller is a close personal friend of mine, and because I can't do this alone, because I'm sick, I'm ill, she's going to help me do this. It's going to be awesome. Delaney. I, I think this, yeah. Okay, hi guys. You can share my teaching table if you'd like. Would you like your own table? I can get you your own table if you'd like. No, you're good? All right. So Delaney, this is what we're talking about today. Whew. 
And I'm not going to talk a ton. You're going to do a lot more of the talking. Okay. We're talking about flipped and how our perspectives flip when we encounter, when we meet Jesus. Right? Yeah. So good. Tell me, do you do backflips? Have you ever done a backflip? I can't. It's scary. Um, I wish I could. The people who can, ugh, so jealous, guys. What makes it scary doing a backflip? Because you go back and you, like, don't know what's going to happen next. You don't know what's going to happen next. See, that's the thing. When, when we flip things, like, it's risky, yeah. right? Yeah. Because you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like, you talk about flipping your perspective about faith or flipping, you know, your relationship with God. Like, mm-hmm. you yeah. don't know. That's really scary. Yeah, you don't know what, what's going to happen next. Now, here's the thing. There are no slides for this. All right, this is a lesson with no slides. So the note takers, you gotta be, you gotta be quick. You gotta take your own notes. You're gonna nail this, all right? Delaney is gonna help us by reading the scripture we're gonna go through because if we're not learning about Jesus, then they're, you know, what are we doing here? We gotta learn about Jesus. Luke chapter 19. Delaney, why don't you read the first couple of verses? If you don't have your Bibles open, open up Luke chapter 19. This is a, such a good story. Why don't you read the first couple of verses for us? Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through. A man was there by the name of Zacchaeus. Does anyone know who Zacchaeus is? I'm going to cut you off randomly. You can cut me off too if you want. Do you know who Zacchaeus is? Who is he? Well, let's find out if you're right. Keep reading. (laughs) Let's find out if you're right. Keep reading. He was a chief tax collector, and he was very wealthy. Good job. He wanted to see who Jesus was, but because he was so short, he couldn't see over the crowd. So he ran ahead and climbed a sycamore fig tree to see him since Jesus was coming that way. Okay, so here's a couple questions for you. Delaney, do you know what a tax collector is? Yeah. What they, is a tax they collector? They go around and they collect um, the money from people. That's pretty much it. Pretty much it. Was a tax collector a liked person or a no, not liked person? not really because they would sometimes take extra money and then they would be stealing from people. They would like rip people off. Yeah, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, they rip people off. No one likes getting ripped off. No one. Yeah, that's the worst. I mean, uh, that's like if we put, uh, let's say we took Adam over there and we put him at the door. Adam's going to be the tax collector. And we put him at the door and he charged everyone a dollar to come into junior high. And then he had to turn that over to me because I'm, you know, the king. And But instead, he wants to earn a little extra money because he's selfish and he just is, you know, a tax collecting meanie. So he charges everyone $5, pockets the other four. That's like what a tax collector rips everyone off. No yeah. one likes tax collectors. That's not good. That's not good. No one's going to like him. And he was a very short guy. Yeah. Would you consider yourself to be short? Yeah. Yeah? Have yeah. you ever climbed a tree to see something far? Probably I would. Would you? Have you ever? I have, actually. What did you climb to see? I I just I just climb trees for fun. Just to see stuff? Just to see stuff. All right. That sounds cool. I used to climb trees. One time I climbed a tree. This is a real story. Climbed a tree. Couldn't get down. My mom had to pull the car under the tree <coughs> for me to get onto the top of the car. Very embarrassing. But that's who this guy is. Zacchaeus, tax collector. No one likes him. He climbs a tree to see Jesus because yeah. he's hear, heard good things about Jesus. Yeah. Pretty good, right? Yeah. All right, well, let's keep reading. Everyone, hone in on your Bibles. It's going to get good. This is really good stuff. Read your Bible. When Jesus reached the spot, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, come down immediately. I must stay at your house today. So he came down at once and welcomed him gladly. Okay, so I shared my story about the detention thing. You know, the teacher who, you know, completely flipped my perspective, said something completely unexpected, let's have pizza. Has, so I'm putting you on the spot. Has, has anyone ever surprised you with their response? Like you expected to hear one thing, you heard something completely different, and it flipped your perspective? Go yeah. Ahead. Um, uh, let's see. Okay. So you guys all remember summer camp, right? 
Who doesn't remember summer I mean, that camp? was the best. Okay, so I was not planning on going to summer camp originally. Um, I was like, that's so much money. I'm not going to be able to raise it all. I can't do that. And um, I... I was like, I don't think I can. And all my friends were like, oh, yeah, you can. I was like, I, I don't think I really can, you know? Yeah. And so one night my parents were like, hey, we have something to tell you. Yeah. And so I go down to the table and we're all eating dinner and it's totally normal. Yeah. And they're like, okay, Delaney, um, we have something exciting to tell you and it's super cool and oh it's my gosh, something I'm about on the edge of my JHM. Seat. What is it about? I don't and know. And I was like, JHM, like, what's going on? I'm so nervous. And they were like, well, I think it has um, – I think it's up in the mountains. I was like, oh my gosh, like, it's coming, it's coming. They're like, and it's camp. And I was so excited. And uh, from one minute, I was like, I'm totally not going to camp. And the next, I was like, I'm so excited. I get to go to camp. And it was like, you didn't expect your parents to say that at all. No, I really didn't. All right. Have you guys ever been in a situation like that? Like, you're expecting to hear one thing and you hear the opposite and it flips everything for you? Like, you don't have to raise your hand and, like, share what it is, but think about it for a second. Like, we've all been there that we expected one thing to happen and then, boom, something else completely different happened. It flipped our entire perspective. That's what happened with Zacchaeus. You know, he probably did not expect Jesus. I mean, because he heard all these things about Jesus, right? Yeah. Like, he heals people. He cares about people. Like, 100%. Like, he's loved by everyone. Yeah. Zacchaeus, tax collector, not really loved by everybody, kind of a jerk. Yeah. And you meet Jesus, and you maybe expect Jesus to do what? Like, what would you expect him to do? Like, maybe say, like, I hello. I mean, the typical person would be like, hi, and then they would walk away. Yeah, Like, hi. this guy is weird, and he's crazy, and he's mean, and he collects too much money. Like, yeah, no one else likes him, so if I like him, then, then everyone's going to. Not like me. Yeah, yeah, not like me, and I need to protect people liking me, so I better just not like the people everyone else doesn't like, right? Yeah. And that's probably exactly what Zacchaeus thought would happen, that Jesus would walk in and see him and just kind of look past him like everyone else has looked past him, and that was just Zacchaeus' life. And it must have been really shocking when Jesus says, hey, you guy, I want to come to your house for dinner. Yeah. You know, I, uh, I talk to the staff about this all the time. They all think I'm weird. <coughs> half of them are right, half of them are wrong. And one of the things I, I do is, and I haven't done it a lot lately because, you know, the baby and the whole thing, but I used to, like, go up to students and their families and say, hey, can I come over to your house for dinner? I used to do that stuff all the time. I don't do it as much now because, you know, my life's super complicated, but I used to do it literally all the time. Yeah. I would just go up to them and be like, hey, I want to come to your house for dinner. And it would always catch them off guard. And, like, the staff and, like, leaders, they'd be like, y you know, you do that? That's like, you know, isn't that weird? Isn't that, like, imposing? Like, yeah, it is kind of weird. And it, it actually is kind of imposing. Yeah. But... It's also, like, something that's really surprising in yeah. a good way. Uh, I think Zacchaeus probably thought it was really surprising in a good way that Jesus would say, hey, you, I want to come to your house for dinner. Because back then, having dinner at someone's house wasn't just a meal. It was fellowship. It was yeah. friendship. It was, I'm inviting was you <coughs> into my space. Yeah. Like, do you invite everyone into your room I at your house? I really don't. Do you keep your door open or closed? I keep it closed. Do you keep your bathroom door open and closed? I keep it closed? I keep my bathroom door wide open. That's weird. It is weird. So does Beckett, though. Uh, but you keep, like, you don't let everyone into your room. No, it's, it's my room. It's my stuff. But like, who do you invite into your room? I mean, every so often my brothers will come in. But, like, if I have a friend over, yeah, they're going to come to my room because that's my spot and that's where I can, like, talk to them. And it, we are friends. And 
it yeah. just we become better friends because we'll talk about stuff. See, for Jesus, it wasn't just about sharing space with Zacchaeus. It was about Jesus being willing to share life with Zacchaeus. It wasn't just about Jesus sharing space with Zacchaeus. It was about him willing to share life with Zacchaeus. And that's why that was such a big deal. Why don't you keep reading? There's okay. more good stuff in here. This is great. We should do this more often. Yeah. Uh, all the people saw this and began to mutter. He's gone to well, be hold the hold guest. What does muttering sound like? <laughs> hey, everyone give it a shot. Give some muttering. Give me some muttering. <laughs> do you see, do you see yeah. his ankles? There's oh uh, his wrists are gigantic. Uh, how, can, how does he wear? How I, does I he know. hashtag? How does he wear a watch? Oh my gosh! All right, that's what muttering sounds like. And listen, have you ever, D? Have you ever? This is a real personal question. Okay. You don't, don't feel like you have to answer no, this. I this is really personal. Okay. <coughs> have you ever like been at school or been somewhere and like felt you heard people muttering Actually, about you? Yeah, yeah. Like, how does that feel? It's really awkward. I mean, I'm an awkward person. But having people talk about me, and I'm, especially when I'm right there, is like, dude, I'm like right here. Can you like go somewhere else, please? Or like, I'm right here. How about you talk to me yeah, as if too. I'm right here because I'm right here. It's like, I'm right here. We could just have a conversation, and you could just tell me, and then it would all be okay. You know, I, I think that, because I've had people mutter, like, behind my back before. Yeah. And it, it almost makes you feel, like, like worthless. Like, it makes you feel yeah. really bad. And if this is happening to Zacchaeus, this is probably what Zacchaeus is thinking. This isn't in the Bible, but this is what I, this is what I think. This is what I, I look at as a pastor. This is what I think. I think that Zacchaeus is probably thinking to himself, oh, man, this is happening again. Like, you know, I don't have a lot of friends. The only people who are my friends are only my friends because I give them stuff. Yeah. And now I've invited, G you know, Jesus at my house. Everyone's muttering just like they always do. Yeah. I'm going to lose another friend. Like, it's happening again. Like, I think, like, that's what he would probably be thinking. Well, that's probably scary, too. Like, no one wants to feel that. No one wants to feel like that. That's horrible. So, all right, I'm interested to see how this whole thing starts to wrap up. So, all right, okay. go ahead. People were muttering. This yeah. is where we left off. Keep going. And they said to him, this, uh, oh, shoot. Sorry, wrong paragraph. <laughs> um, all the people began to mutter, uh, he has gone to be the guest of a sinner. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody out of anything, I will pay them back four times the amount. Keep going. Okay. Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house because this man, too, is a son of Abraham. For this son of man has come to came to seek and save the lost. You know, to seek and save, you did a great job. You can give her a hand. She did a really good job. Really good. Really good. Seek and save the lost. That's big. I mean. And it's really confusing. Yeah, what do you think that means? Um, I don't know. Like, to be extremely honest, like, it's, it's got a lot behind just that sentence. Yeah, like there's more to that statement than just that. Yeah. Like what does it mean to seek? Who? Like what does it mean to save? Who are the lost? Yeah. Yeah. You know, Zacchaeus was that guy. He was yeah. the lost guy. And he probably he didn't even know he was lost. Yeah. You know, that's what the thing I love about like, you know, losing things. Like you never know like when something's lost until like it's lost. Like you never know when you lose something that you're losing it until later. Like, if you misplace your keys or misplace your phone, it's not like at that moment you know, oh, I just lost that. Like, it's right there. I just lost it. No, but like, like you don't like, realize oh it gosh, until I you totally leave. forgot, and then you have and to like like where run is back it? and go get it. And that's Zacchaeus. He's the one that's like, he's lost. He's the one yeah. that's been forgotten about. His friends don't, you know, aren't really his friends. Jesus came, 
uh, to seek and find that. So seek, what does it mean to seek? It means to go and search and pick out, like, those people. Yeah, go find that stuff. Uh, seek and save, what does it mean to save? To save, like, I don't know, I feel like just to redeem them. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jesus came to do what we couldn't do ourselves. Like, we couldn't save ourselves. Jesus came to save us. So Jesus came, and using Zacchaeus, he came to seek and save the lost, to find people like Zacchaeus, to save them. Because lost people don't know they're lost. Like, that's why Jesus is here to help them see, hey, you guys are lost. Like, I'm yeah. here to find you. You know, it, it's hard because sometimes we feel like, well, you know, I'm not worth like finding, like Zacchaeus probably thought that. That's why when Jesus encountered him, it like flipped everything. He's probably thinking, well, I'm not worth looking for. I don't really matter. Uh, no one really cares about me, like really cares. Like they may care that I spend my money on them or, or give them snacks or whatever, but like they don't really like care about me, uh, which is really tough. Yeah. Like it's tough to feel like you're not loved or worthwhile. Yeah. That's not good. You know, I think when Jesus was having this interaction with Zacchaeus, it was to get a point across to him that he is loved, that he is worth God's time, that he's worth the sacrifice, that he's worth being looked for, that ooh, Jesus flipped everything about Zacchaeus' life with a very simple interaction. You know, here's my question to you. Like, what are, like, the things that keep us from, like, embracing that kind of, of love from God or that kind of acceptance from God? I know sometimes for me it's social media. Okay. Um, like I'll be on Instagram and um, I, know, I know this girl and no one really liked her and they made this really mean Instagram page all about not liking her. And she was super upset. It was not good at all. And um, – so we talked to the principal about it, and um, the the page was taken down, and it was just like everything just was it was crazy. Yeah, that's so that's so real. That's so tough. Like that's definitely something that could keep you from feeling like if you're not worth it to people, how could you be worth it to God? Yeah. You know, there's you know there's reasons why we would pursue that kind of love from God. Like there's reasons that Zacchaeus was willing to climb that tree. You know, I don't know what your reasons are, but I remember my own story. You know, I did not know who God was. I did not have faith. I remember I started going to church and started reading my Bible and started praying more because I wanted to know that my life was worth something. And I got that from God. I got the, that kind of value didn't come from my job or the money I made or the stuff I had. Like that value came from God, and I wanted that. That was one of my reasons for, you know, if I was to use Zacchaeus' example of why I would climb the tree, that's one of the reasons I would have climbed the tree to get that kind of value from God. Yeah. Why would you, if you were Zacchaeus, what would be one of the reasons you would have climbed the tree? I mean, if I was Zacchaeus, probably kind of what you were saying, um, because if no one really likes me and I see Jesus and Jesus is crazy and radical and amazing, maybe if I can like talk to him or even say hi, then people will think I'm cool and I will be noticed and it'll be really good. You know, I think everybody has a different reason why if they were in Zacchaeus' shoes, they would be the one to climb the tree. You know, on your note paper at the very bottom, it has a place where you can list some of your reasons. Like, why would you be willing to seek out a God that loves you? Like, why would you be willing to take that step, that risk? Because, you know, when things flip, you don't really see what the other side looks like until it's kind of finished, right? It's like we yeah. talked about. 
And if God wants to come in and flip your perspective, well, I think it starts by the reasons why you'd climb that tree. And I think it starts with you believing the fact that you are loved. And that, you know, God starts to flip our perspective when we know that we're loved. This is going to be on the screen. It's actually the bottom line from today. This is what it says. Everything flips when you know you're loved. Would you agree with that? A hundred percent. You know, I think that I, I lived some years not feeling loved, for sure. And when I started to realize that I was loved and that I did matter to God, everything in my life flipped because I just looked at things differently. Yeah. That's good. You know, I want to give you guys a chance to be able to talk a little bit about this uh, and talk about what, it, what does it look like uh, for, you know, with things flip in your life, you know, what does it look like to, to really know that God loves you and cares for you? And, and we want to do that. And it's a thing called breakout groups. So I'm actually going to put some of the questions up here on the screen. Because this is what we're going to talk about today. Uh, I, I want you guys to feel free and your leaders to feel free to have some little focus time praying about Paris if you want to. It's totally up to your group and, and you guys, but I encourage you guys to. Uh, and then, you know, here's a couple things about Celebrate Differently, which I really believe in Celebrate Differently. I think it's going to be really great. Uh, and, you know, just a couple, like, easy questions and, you know, what thing you, you take away from the lesson. But here's the deal. We go even deeper with this in life groups this week because this oh, yeah. is what we're talking about this week in life groups. So if you're in a life group, you should probably get ready because we're going to talk more about this. Luke 19, it's going to be really good. Any closing thoughts for us? Um, no, really. Should I pray? I think you did a really – I think yeah. you nailed it. I think oh, that okay. you – I think I'm going to take more weeks off. Next this is – Actually, like you not got planned this. at all, guys. No, no, this is gr this is great. You leadership. Give me a high five. Ooh. Hey, why don't you pray for us, and then the boys are going to leave, all and right. the girls are going to stay. Go ahead. Dear God, I pray for all these wonderful people in the room, and I pray that they all know and realize that they're loved, and that their life is going to flip, and that it's just going to be so amazing and so awesome, and that they will take something home from this lesson and maybe help flip someone else's life, and it's just going to be awesome, and it's all in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right. Hey, before you move, before you move, there, pay, there's handing out signs to leaders or something. Before you move, sit down. Hey, sit down. Hawaiian shirt. Before you, we all leave, I want to just hit one thing, okay? Everyone listen. Look, look, look. Listen to Justin. Thank you. Celebrate differently is happening. And I know we talked about it during the happenings, but I want to give like a little punch to it, okay? I was at Target yesterday. Okay. Good. Looking for looking at baby stuff, buying baby onesies, real exciting Saturday afternoon. And I'm over in the toy section looking at Star Wars stuff, obviously. Oh, yeah. 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 Force Force Awakens. And there's this kid there, maybe eight years old, and then he's standing there in the aisle. This is what he's doing. This is what he's doing, Blaine. This is what he's doing. He's saying, Mom, I want this. Mom, I want that. Mom, get me this. Mom, I want that. And I'm like, I'm sitting here, I'm like, this is obnoxious. This is obnoxious. And it was obnoxious for a couple different things. One, he's really loud, but I'm really loud, so it's kind of a wash. But it's very obnoxious that this poor kid is thinking that Christmas and how we celebrate is all about us and not about others. And I think it's sad his mom, and I don't know his mom, so I'm not judging that. I think just in the moment it was a bummer to see it, uh, was like not saying, no, 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 hey, little, you know, whatever your name is, Mortimer, little Mortimer, uh, celebrate, you know, we need to celebrate differently this year. It's about other people, not about us. Now, here's the thing I love about junior high. Junior high is the best. It best. is the best. Numero uno for those who speak Spanish. Because you guys get it. Like, you guys get what it means to celebrate differently. To not just think about all this stuff you're going to get. Listen, you're going to get stuff. But to think about other people. Think about making sure they get something. 
making sure that they're being served this year. And you can serve as a family. If you're in a life group, you need to go into your life group this week and be like, hey, life group, we need to serve. Like for Celebrate Differently, we need to do it. You should talk to your parents, get a tag off a tree, make sure a kid has a gift. Nobody responds like junior high responds because you guys, hey, you guys care about other people before you care about yourselves. That's what I love about junior high. So I love all of you. Boys, take a walk outside. I'm going to go lay down in a corner somewhere and die like a cat. Just kidding. I'm totally fine. Girls, split up in here. All the girls, you're all wonderful and delightful. I love you guys. Have fun.